Hey Potters, welcome to episode 164 of Cospod the Podcast for all things cosplay. First things first, I would like to wish everybody in uh, the world who celebrates a happy Easter. We are actually recording this on Good Friday right before Easter, so by the time you guys hear this, it will already be past, and we will be well past Discount Candy Day, which is the day after Easter. Happy Bunny and uh, Easter Egg Day. Yes, happy Cadbury Bunny Day. Yeah! Because <laughs> all of the chocolate in the world comes out of a bunny. Hell yeah! You didn't know that? <laughs> I was very surprised to learn this as an adult. And not only is it a bunny, it's a bunny that clucks like a rooster or a chicken. Best commercial. It, it still amuses me that after all these years, they still use the same commercial every freaking time. It's like, don't mess with what works. Just keep rolling the same one. You know, if it ain't broke, don't fix. Don't fix it. There you go. All right. Well, since it is, of course, coming very quickly up on Easter and we have started spring, spring is in the air. Uh, this has been a really great time for people in the Northern Hemisphere, at least, to work on costumes. Unless, of course, you are unfortunately in the Northeast and in Germany and Poland, where they just had snow again. <laughs> I'm so sorry, you guys. Uh, it is supposed to be spring everywhere. And I wanted to say that this is also a great time to have photo shoots of your costume done while the weather is still good. You know, while the temperatures are acceptable and we're not all either roasting or freezing. So, of course, if you wish to have photos done at conventions, which there are plenty of this time of year, you're always welcome to do that. But I would highly recommend that if you want good quality professional photos, you may want to start booking those photo shoots now while people still have empty slots because photographers do fill up very quickly. Especially lately, that's been a more recent trend is photographers now book months and months in advance instead of a couple of weeks or even a month out and they just fill up like that. And sometimes photographers will also have uh, good backup locations or alternate locations so that even if you book in advance, obviously we don't know the weather that far in advance. And if something happens, you can always take it inside to a studio and just do a studio shoot instead. Something good to ask when you go and book your shop. All right, so cosplay updates. Of course, as usual, you get to go first. Yay, okay. I don't really have a whole lot to share because I'm still in cool down mode from AllCon. <laughs> as hard as that is to believe. AllCon was intense, you guys. <laughs> it is every single time. Like It's a load of fun to do it, but man, it wipes you out like crazy because clearly I'm still in all con mode. I finally cleaned all this. I just need to put it back in its bag and back in the closet. So there you go. I'm, I'm trying. I'm putting effort into it. Um, really, the only thing I have to show off is that I've gotten more beading done. Oh, yay. Because again, this is going to be my life for the next couple of months. But look at how little I have left. <gasps> the end is literally visible. It is so visible. And I te was tempted to actually start cutting all this excess off because it is starting to get a little heavy and start attaching it to the dress. But I was like, no, I, I want to see the whole thing done for my sense of satisfaction. And then I'll start chopping it up because this is just a beautiful monster that deserves to be photographed when it's completed. Because <laughs> it is a monster. But yeah, look, I'm making progress. I'm Plus, you get the nice sensation of being able to see all of the progress you made, which is exactly. a very like, visual psychological thing. It's like, yes, I can move on to the next stage. Woohoo! God, it's going to take me forever. Um, but other than that, I've just been working on getting the proportions right for the embroidery portion of the project. God help me. 
because um, I have to make five of these suckers. And oh, look, there's additional beading on top of that. Lucky me. So I've been making a couple of printouts. I've had to do a little bit of Photoshopping so I could get the rest of the burden because of course there are no, you know, nice photographs of the dress straight on with all of the embroidery. Everything's at a slight angle or slightly cropped off. So I'm having to adjust and Photoshop like crazy to make this all work. God help me, why'd I pick to do this? I have if many this, regrets. If this dress happens to be at Anime Matsuri with the big display, if anyone can please get pictures and send them to Val. I would be very appreciative of it, giving me as many as possible, mostly her shoes. I got a good shot of like the front and part of the side, none of the back. And the evil thing is that you never see her shoes in the show. The only time you're able to see it is at the costume display. So it's just like, thanks. That's not helpful in the least bit. Why, God, why? Game of Thrones. I have many regrets. I'm going to love this dress when it's all done, but I have many regrets. Your turn. <laughs> all right. So let me see if I can do this without knocking everything on my desk over. There I believe go. in you. I got it. So the scroll up effect. Ooh. I like that you provide your own sound effects. <laughs> yes. I finally sketched out the designs on the apron. Nice. You can see, you can see him inked. So now I get to paint this bad boy. And actually, the the display that I just made was a little bit too slow. But this is actually like ombre dyed. You can actually there's a gradient that goes down to purple at the bottom. You can see this because I never showed you guys my dye job. Oof. Let me see. This oh, there the, we go. This was the original color. So pink to purple. It's a little harder to see because it's so reflective with the light. And there's not very much I can do about that, unfortunately, uh, simply because I chose to use the shiny side instead of the matte side on the outside, just for textural reasons, since the underdress is going to be the matte crepe. So I wanted a contrast. So I finished the apron. So there's that. And then speaking of beading and embroidery, I have to pick this up really carefully because there are pins everywhere. I'm going to stab myself. Like, my goodness it's a pile yes it is literally a pile this is actually the overdress that is also dyed that nice lovely purple and i have been hand beating the border with pearls nice. and uh, venetian lace this is actually the lace that i tore off of my sapphire fantasy costume which i dismembered to make my sky sorceress so i just pillaged all of the accoutrement and I'm reusing it on here because I'm opting not to do the whole little tiny runes on the dress and everything. I'm I'm kind of making this my own weird Frankenstein version <laughs> because it's not quite like the pattern and it's not quite like the original either. I'm doing a little bit of A and a little bit of B and coming out with a weird sort of D. It's there, Franken Zelda. No yeah. So it's basically going to be a bunch of silver lace and pearls around all of the edges. This is fully lined in that chocolate satin that absolutely hates me and my sewing machine. But everything is fully lined. It is fully top stitched all the way around. It is very, very heavy. Yeah. This has been a lot of work. I haven't even done the underdress. 
preaching to the choir. This is just the overdress, you guys. And I have assembled about half of the armor. And the weather has been such that I haven't been able to get outside to spray paint it because it's been raining. It's severe weather season out here. So we're starting to get spring storms, which is all fine and good. It's just not great when you need paint to dry. So there's that. And I've been, it's taking a little longer than planned, but that's just because I've been trying to really carefully hand baste everything together and do things properly. Plus it's really helped since I've been uh, in a state of mental depression lately. Uh, so I've been, I don't want to say treating myself because it's not really medically treating myself, but basically zenning out with my cosplay. Because it just, it helps sometimes to just sit there and hand stitch things while I'm sitting there listening to podcasts and such. It allows me to relax the brain for a very short period of time before I start self-flagellating again. Every little bit helps. I, I totally understand that, especially with crafting. Crafting just kind of gets you into that mode where it just helps you. I, I can't even explain how. It just does. It's like watching Bob Ross. It releases yeah. dopamine into your brain. Like, it makes you feel good. It makes you feel like you are getting something done that is appreciated, even if not by everybody else. At least it's appreciated by you. You don't have to worry about anyone else getting on your case. You know, if you screw up, it's not like anyone's going to yell at you. It's just, it's a very happy, creative, productive process. Happy it's a happy costume. little costume. <laughs> yes, it is a happy little costume. <laughs> Allie made a lovely comment and said it was pretty when you were showing your tabard off. <laughs> Thank you. Very uh, clean uh, lines. You, your, your accuracy on those, like, scares me sometimes. Um, That is just ballpoint pen. I know. Because I have to... freaks me out. It. But, um... Basically, uh, for those who are curious, I did the same thing that I do with my Elven stuff. And that's to <laughs> trace it out on poster board and then cut it out and then trace it on another piece of poster board and then cut out the negative. So I have a template and then I trace in the template. So you can imagine if you've ever seen Zelda's Tabard having to cut out all of those little pieces on a giant piece of poster board lay it flat pray your piece does not move because if you take ballpoint pen and you screw up on this you can't erase it that's it you're done so i just i i was praying very much to the cosplay gods i made the appropriate sacrifices and uh for the most part i am pleased it is not completely symmetric i did screw up ever so slightly on the placement it slid just like quarter of an inch but unless i told you that you can't really tell it's just one of my own pet peeves i mean it was really hard to keep it still when it's slippery satin on both sides i i would like to echo <laughs> ali's statement and she says you crazy yes i am very crazy but i have also found that it's much more accurate than freehanding I can reuse the pattern if ever I want to redo this because I always keep all of my patterns. I use my Elven templates all the time, like all the time. I reuse them constantly. And honestly, it's no different to me than just using a commercial pattern. I'm just making the pattern myself. It is a ton of work. It is a metric ton of work, but it comes out really nicely in the end. And then it's... I've made my box. All I have to do is color in the box and I'm happy. If it fits, I sits. 
the ballpoint pen thing still drives me up the wall. <laughs> I have to trace it with something. So why it's either... with a ballpoint pen? Oh my god, you killed me with that so much. Like I understand why though. I get it. I totally get it. It's temporary. I know, but it freaks me out every time. <laughs> I have seen the damage. I think because for me, my experiences with pens, it never goes well. It tends to bleed and go all over the place. That is why I couldn't use marker. So I couldn't use things like Taylor's markers because it would bleed all over this. Because it's satin. I mean, yes. the satin is not very forgiving, unfortunately, in those situations. And I'm because yes. of the color of it, too. Like standard Taylor's chalk is going to be a little difficult to see. It's also not accurate chalk of any kind with this the lines are going to be too thick so basically i didn't have very many options with this so i just kind of had to uh hope that it turned out for the best because otherwise i would have had to redo the entire tabard since it's dip dyed in a very specific way i would have had to just redo the whole thing and i didn't really want to have to do that because it was an extra pain and a half to do it the first time but that's okay. It's done. It, it's I, done and it looks nice. So it's now I just have to not screw up painting it. <laughs> which I did test it first. And I have Good. to. Uh, there's some Aline's textile medium, the stuff you just mix in with acrylic paints to make it fabric paint. I'm just going to use that. I just have to decide what colors I want, basically. I may need to go and get a pretty pearlescent royal purple. Because it's basically going to be silver, gold, and uh, dark purple. I'm not gotcha. using the same colors as the original. I'm using colors that go with the dress. Yep, still plugging away. <laughs> it's going to be a while. We'll probably finish it about the same time. I would not be surprised. I think I'll have my magical, like, oh, hey, I'm going to make a two-week costume. Woo, done. I'm like, man, <laughs> this year my goal is just all about finishing stuff. So I just want to get projects done before I start new things. That's the plan. Let's see if I can stick to this plan. There is no guarantees on that. <laughs> All right. So that is the end of our cosplay updates. And so now we will move into the tutorial section of this episode. And this one is all yours. Yes, it is. I'm going to start this lovely intro by asking a question that you should really know the answer to and everyone should know the answer to. What is Val's favorite material to work with? Obviously the answer is going to be uh, spandex because spandex is the best thing ever. Yay! So what we decided to do is we're gonna have a tutorial on how to sew stretch fabric without using a serger. And we hope that you guys enjoy it!
And we're back. Hey. Hopefully that was very informative because it's a new type of tutorial for us. So yay. We're still trying to vary our content to you guys to still bring you as much as possible in terms of you know cosplay news, interviews, you know, tutorials, product reviews, that sort of thing. Sometimes it's a little hard for us to actually find content, to find new content, just because there are so many people out there talking about cosplay now on you know the YouTube and the Twitch and uh, all sorts of different social media platforms like Instagram and Facebook. We've also been doing this for 164 episodes over six years now. So, you know, <laughs> we can only cover so much. But we will continue to bring it to you as much as possible. <laughs> that can-do attitude that we have. <laughs> yes. All right. So unless we have anything else, I believe we will call an end to this episode. Let's start doing all the shindigs. All right. So as usual, you guys can always contact us on any of our social media, which you can find here. And don't forget our Discord channel. Yay, thumbs up. Yes, please join our Discord channel, which is actually quite active. Yay, we put effort. <laughs> yes, we have people in there who will engage with you in a very civil fashion. Uh, you can also email us podcast at cospod.org if you guys have any questions comments concerns constructive criticism suggestions or if you would just like to tell us what you are working on we love to see progress photos just please do keep them family friendly but other than that we will see you guys in episode 165 of cospod the podcast for all things cosplay happy cosplaying everybody bye everybody happy cosplay